All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. Yep. We are back with episode 17. What episode is that, Drew? 17 mm-hmm. is John Havlicek, as I uh, predicted in the previous episode. That was a great call, by the way. I uh, I don't know where that came from. I must have I must have watched some type of subliminally you Laker it. rerun that's been stored in the brain for I don't know 20 years now. Jeez, how old am I? I don't know. So it's the, it's the Havlicek episode. Havlicek episode. Um, one of the greats of all time. One plus seven equals eight, though. Today, and today is Kobe Bryant's day. We're so going to we talk kinda, about that for sure. We'll get into that later. Kobe's getting his jersey retired tonight. Yeah, both jerseys both retired. Both jerseys. Two, two, two jerseys retired. But anyways, how was your weekend? Are you do okay? Uh, you know, I, yeah, I had, I had a decent weekend. Did you get some Christmas shopping done? or No, no. I uh, I traditionally save that until the, until the very last minute. <laughs> Sometimes I do some Christmas shopping on Christmas. <laughs> Um, no, uh, but it was yeah, it was it was a pretty pretty average weekend. Enjoyed myself, relaxed game. relaxed a little bit. I had uh, yeah, unfortunately, I had, I did have to work, and uh, my obligations took me elsewhere. But mm. you had a better weekend than I did. I definitely had a better weekend than you. What happened? What happened with your weekend? Well, it was our game, man. We had the finally the the Baron Davis Black Santa um, yes basketball the fundraiser celebrity game that I had been talking about. And I had been working on for the past month and a half with a great group of people. And to see it work out, like the fire marshal had to come, dude. This is the this is at Crossroads at High Crossroads School. Crossroads High School. The fire marshal came and said, "You cannot allow any more people in here." Y'all, y'all packed the house. It, it was, was too many people. To the, I mean, to the brim. To the gills. Yes, as um, they say. Everybody was there. To the window. To the wall. To the wall. 
That's fantastic. So uh, sweat dropped down my balls. Yeah, and there was there was probably a little bit of sweat dripping there in was. that gym. There, there, there was a game that played. It was awesome, Drew. I was such it was such a good turnout. So this is for the Black Santa Company mm-hmm. with I am Baron Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not Baron Davis, but you that's that's like his handle. <laughs> um, and then you had you had Allen Iverson stop by the I, building. Well, we had Iverson as one of the coaches. Wow. Um, Ice Cube was one of the coaches. Yeah. Let me just let me say something about AI, and I've. I think I mentioned this to you, Drew. Like, I worked for the NBA for a long time. I'm not a fanboy. Like, right. I don't get overwhelmed when I meet people or anything like that. Yeah, uh, I did. I did feel like that when I met Michael. Like, obviously, Michael Jordan, of yeah. course. Yes. And then Iverson has this aura about him, dude. Like, I oh. was really giddy. I felt like I was 13. Yeah. You know, like being around Allen and just his whole presence and people just totally were flocking to him. You know what I mean? And so, did you ever run into Allen? He got a dap. He got a nice dap from me. No, no, no. I meant during your your uh, your your ball boy. I I had, but I hadn't met him. I got to watch him up close. Gotcha, Um, gotcha, gotcha. I've been around him. Sure, but just to have him there and like he was great with the kids. The the game was the North versus the South. You know, right? Yeah, North Pole, South Pole. Yeah, Christmas theme, of course. Um, The basketballs look pretty dope too. Yeah, season create. Shout out to season create. They had some like snowflakes on them. They put snowflakes and the Black Santa uh, logo on it, which of was course. really dope. Yeah, it's a Santa um, basketball. Three of them got jacked from the game. Oh, we I'm not surprised balls, by that at all. But they were jacked by Iverson's, two of them from Iverson's kids, and then one um, of them, Lil Wayne's kid, got one. So it's okay. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> they went They went in the right hands, you're, right? Yeah, you're going to go, uh, excuse me, Mr. Wayne. Um, can, <laughs> I, need, I need that basketball. Your son, please return the ball. He didn't pay for it. <laughs> Hey, but everybody showed up. I mean, Lil Dicky was there. Yeah, uh, my Terrell guy. Owens, Marcellus Wiley, Jenna Bandy, Cappy Pondexter. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody hates Chris. Chris Staples, Chris Air Staples. Dog yeah. remix, Myrie Bowden, which was dope. Uh, Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes showed up. Uh, Hit the game winner, I think. Right. Well, it was controversial, but yes, Tyga was there. Um, it was a famous Los B dot A dot. I mean, yep. we had the social media celebs all in the house. Um, the jerseys were dope. Art Mob and, and the whole our whole team actually uh, designed the they jerseys. Looked super cool, right? Yeah, totally. Jordan sponsored the game. Like everybody got Jordans, and, and that's nice. You know, I even plugged uh, Soul Science. Everybody got Soul in the, Science. The, the Soul Science and uh, Ethica. We got people over there for the grab bags. And yeah, it was just a great event. And I was working so hard that I didn't even have fucking time to. Dude, I couldn't even enjoy it. <laughs> well, hey, man, congratulations, Thank dude. You. That's that's a big deal. Thank you. And uh, I'm sure there's going to be some version of that coming up again, whether that's next year or whenever it is. I, I know those events are going to keep happening. And you know what people awesome. kept saying, though, is people were like, yo, we've been to celebrity, like, 15-year f- anniversary celebrity events, uh-huh. like basketball games, and they weren't run as thorough as, as, your, as ours was. And we yeah. had the Drew League involved, too, so it's like – it was just a great event, dude. Totally. I'm really happy. Baron's really happy. Our whole Black Santa company yeah. is really happy. And there was a big announcement as well, right? Oh, yeah. Big announcement. That's the reason Cube was there. Ice Cube. Um, they announced that Baron will be playing in the big three. Yeah, man. Uh, I think I'm I'm surprised that he he, he didn't do it last year, but this, uh, this is an automatic exciting factor for me I like being able to, to see him play yeah. ball again mm-hmm. uh, on camera where I don't have to like go and try and find the whatever college or, or like little random Jimmy's playing and being able to watch him play again I'm, I'm super excited for and him. you know what's cool he's gonna play on Iverson's team company oh uh, totally Drew's company or whatever okay 
Um, so Iverson's going to be coaching that team. And you know, at halftime, uh, Art Mott prevented, or presented Iverson with a really dope oh painting God, that he did. Oh, my God. I saw the painting, man. Um, Super cool. And what both of them said about each other, like Baron first talked about Allen Iverson yeah. saying, yo, this guy's been my big bro for, for 20 years. He's taught me – the one thing he taught me was how to be myself and to be okay with being myself. Wow, and, that's great. Um, they had great things to say, and then Allen Iverson said the same thing about Barron. Like, he's been my little brother for a long time. Totally. Big fan of him yeah. um, and everything that he's doing. I mean, the, the, the main point of the, the game was to get people out and for the kids and right. the fundraiser. And you know how hard it is for a lot of these celebrities to – they get invited everywhere. To well, go especially places. around the holiday season, mm-hmm. too. There's always some kind of event or something that's happening, so – I mean, it, but it, I mean, it, it's Baron Davis, and it's it's awesome. It's basketball, so I'm not surprised that you got the the, the names that you got. Well, the problem was is this: people kept showing up to play. Like, I'm like, yo, <laughs> couple, you were uh, on my list. Yeah, and unnoticed <laughs> drop bys. There was a couple, dude. I'm not gonna name any names. No, but there was. I mean, but then there was the big wigs that came by. Like, I didn't know. I didn't. I mean, we had. The famous Los and and, and uh, BD are really good friends, but I sure. reached out to Famous a, f- a few times saying, "Yo, like, I need to put you on my list if you want to play." And right, right, right. And then lo and behold, bro, he shows up. Well, hey, I mean, sometimes it just rolls that way. It rolls that way. I had to scrounge for shorts. That's I didn't get, have, yeah. I didn't have any shorts for Tyga. Like, I was about to take off my shorts and be like, "Yo, just playing just these, just playing these, bro. You got it. <laughs> I'll go sit in the truck or something like that." But we made it work, dude. And and the kids had fun, and everything worked out great. And great. That's that's what's up. And so the controversial virtual ending i'm i'm a little curious So this is what happened um it was actually so the 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 south was the red jerseys which okay. was like terrell owens b dot who went off yeah he went off yep. uh b dot uh who else famous famous los is on that team okay. they had uh dude i'm trying to think about the oh they had cappy pondexter they uh-huh. had they had a, I think, I, and I so made the, the teams. So the teams were pretty balanced? I thought they were, but, like, in the first quarter, the South was up by, like, 20, and I'm like, shit, Uh-oh. dude, what the heck? And the Wait, no- so that means Barron was on no, the North so, team. So, yeah, Barron's on the North with Matt Barnes, and I was thinking they oh were getting God. their ass kicked. The two NBA players. Right. And they were they were they had Chris Staples, Barron, uh, Matt so, Barnes, oh, the Bandy. Teams, the teams were a little skewed, then, yeah, in, but my, the in sa- my view. But the South was up 20 on them. This it's about effort. It's about effort. NBA and so players can turn it on in, a, in they, an instant. They can. I guess they can. <laughs> Baron had a crazy. It went already went viral today. A crazy. The, between like, the legs. Yeah, I saw that. I saw dumb. that. Awesome. Um, but so the game was winding down. Jenna Bandy hits a three to 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 win it, and everybody thought the game was over. Uh huh. And it wasn't over. The game was not. It over. went double overtime. I guess so we Ooh. gave a, another minute, and then like the game winner, Ice Cube, who was the coach of the South. Yep. Came over and tried to defend Barron on the inbound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Barron still got it into still got to the my pass boy in. Austin Austin Mills, who dished it over to Matt Barnes for the game winning three. And he drained he drained it. He drained the three after and, and Matty Barnes airballed a couple times. Not to put you on blast, Matty, but uh-huh. you did. Well, he's a little rusty, man. Just I mean, he's only been retired four days, something exactly. like that. So it takes some time to get back into the groove. Hey, champions can airball though. He's a champ. He just got his ring and said, "Fuck it, I'm retiring. I'm cool." Yeah, man. I and I'm also super happy he got that ring with <laughs> Me the too. Warriors. Um, it was just a great day, and then awesome. And the, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm pissed you didn't come, but that's okay, Drew. You can come next year. My boo Jenna Bandy was there. That's all that matters. Yeah, no. I it, and I just want to reiterate how 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 much I wish I could have been there. I mean, I. Of, of all the people that you mentioned, I think I would have been the most starstruck about Little Dicky. He's my guy. Okay, coolest dude ever, right? Yeah. And Little Dicky is 
like Lil is not the word. Like he is a tiny man, like, tiny dicky. That doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> no, but he, he was actually the first dude in the locker. And I made sure all the athletes I got in the locker room and made sure they knew where their sure. jerseys were. Yeah, you were the coordinator. And, yeah, and Dicky was just like, Dicky was in like board shorts and like this weird like Atari T-shirt. Like looked like he had just been on a video game Dude, he's got that for, brand he's got that whatever brand that is he he owns it the people that were with him were just like little stonies they look like just but anyways all he cared all he really wanted to do was meet alan iverson he's like is iverson playing is iverson playing right because i think dickie's a philly boy i don't know he is no he's from is he's he? from he's from pennsylvania mm-hmm. i don't or around philadelphia mm-hmm. i don't know if he necessarily grew up like in the city uh but yeah man he he loves the sixers he's always at the sixers games right. Um, so I'm sure he idolized uh, AI from from day one. He was so cool, bro. Just just a regular dude. He, if, he, if he was here right now, you would he'd just be like guy on the couch, dude. Like you wouldn't even totally pay him any attention. He's talented, super talented. That boy can spit. If you haven't listened to any little little dicky stuff, you guys got to yeah, gotta look check it up. I'm out. sure people know. And he can ball. I was gonna say his jump shot's pretty wet. Also, <laughs> he can ball. That's that's a nice combo. So that that was my weekend, you know, just your your average weekend with Ice Cube yeah. and, and uh, Alan Iverson, Alan Iverson and Little Dicky and just, and just the normal out. the normal things. Super cool. <laughs> um, but today's a big day, Drew. Um, today's a big day. You know, me being a Clipper fan my whole life and having to hate Kobe Bryant. Today is Kobe Bryant Day. We are giving nothing but respect for the man, the myth, yes. the Mamba, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about Kobe. Yeah, that's I what I want to do. Let's do that. It's the follow through. Yes, it with is. With Clips and Drew. And you know who had the best follow through? Who's that? Kobe Bryant. KB the Mamba. Dude. Today's what, the day, Drew. What a guy. What a guy. I, I, they should be. They should do more than one. They should do one retirement ceremony for eight, and then one retirement ceremony for twenty-four on a different day in a oh, different stop. game. Stop. Knock this. That's down. how much he's influenced the city and the entire association that is known as the National Basketball Association. Uh, fondest shit. memory. I want your fondest memory. Your top three Kobe moments of your of your life. Wow. Tell me your top three. Okay. And mind you, we don't we don't uh, pre talk about what no, we're going to talk no, about. This, so I'm throwing there's no rundown. This is this is fresh. Um. So the first one that comes to mind is the alley oop to Shaq. Of course, great the, the, play. One of the greatest plays. One of the greatest comebacks too. Amazing game. Um, and that the alley oop was was pretty trash. Honestly, it was a bad pass. Um, but Shaq was <laughs> just athletic enough to get it there and throw it down. Uh, but Kobe had a great game that great, that game as well. Um, number two, I mean, eighty one points. It's a given. Eighty one points has got to be up up there. I I actually sat at home and watched that entire game with my family. Uh, still like kind of unbelieving. Like didn't know like. It almost like when he had around fifty something, sixty. We're like, oh, this is cool, but then he just kept scoring um, against Toronto. That was one hell of a one hell of a night. Um, and then I think just just because I, my whole like heritage is Laker fans, <laughs> when we finally got to beat the Celtics uh, when in in our revenge series against them in 2010, that was probably one of my more fond. What championship moments. was that? That was Kobe's fifth championship. Fifth, that was the the fifth and final of his career, and that one meant a lot just for the history and and how how we should have beat him in, in 08. But Paul Pierce pulled that bullshit ass <laughs> injury, fake injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I just he's he 
I I was six years old when he was drafted into the NBA. Such a young buck. And my whole life, you know, because that's right when you really start paying attention. Like if you if you can, you know, you start having some cognitive presence of being able to be like, wow, uh, seeing something and, and acknowledging it is great. And uh, so since since the day of six until twenty six years old, which is when he retired, I think I may have been twenty seven when he retired. Hmm. Um, my whole life has been watching him just just kill it. And, uh, and now you went from Kobe to Lonzo. Yeah, <laughs> looking strong. I have some fond memories too, though. I well, so yeah, I just yeah, I, I want to say one thing. I say did. I, I got to meet Kobe Bryant once. It wasn't like a handshake situation, <laughs> but this was a big deal for me. I was 15 years old. We were in Newport, up near where Kobe Bryant lives, Newport Beach, California. And I had just finished up playing a game, and I was down here with my family. We were going to stay at a hotel for the weekend down here on the beach because I'm from up, up in L.A. We're at Vaughn's, randomly, pavilions. I haven't heard this story. What have you. Uh, it's probably like 9 p.m. because the game was over, you know, so it's a little later. And we're just picking up some, like, chips and salsa and stuff for us to snack on for the, for the weekend. And I turn around, and Kobe Bryant is walking down this, this aisle in the grocery store. And I... Briefly saw him for a moment, fleeting moment. I turned to my dad. I said, "That was dad. That was Kobe Bryant." And my dad said, "Who?" Like he couldn't see him because Kobe had made the turn already. And he goes, uh, "Sure, sure, son. Like no problem." My, just a random black guy. You just automatically yeah, assume it, it's Kobe. It, we're in Newport, and I was like, "He's six six. Must be Kobe." Um, so I was so certain of it that I I followed behind. It took me about a minute to get up the courage to be like, "No, fuck that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see if that was Kobe because if it's Kobe, that's awesome." Mm-hmm. So I uh, I follow him. He's he's already been beelined it all the way up to the registers at this point. So I make my way. There was up. a creepy kid following him in the supermarket. <laughs> yeah, a random super pale six foot two gangly white kid uh, who looked real sweaty for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then I see him. I identify him as Kobe Bryant. It's him, and he's standing in line. There's people behind him waiting behind him in line, and he just has a gallon of bleach. <laughs> In his hand. That's what he's getting. And he lived, little that I know at the time, he lived like two blocks down the way in, in a private gated community. One of the kids probably shit on the carpet or something. The, I was the only kid. It was not. No, I was talking about why he's getting the bleach. Oh, yeah. That's, like, what's yeah, happening? I don't know. Maybe why is Kobe got to be at the store? That was the funniest part about it was like in my whole mind of reference, I was like, he just went, he came to the store for bleach. So something had to have happened. Anyway, I I, gra- I walked over to the opposite, like the, to, the, to the adjacent checkout line where nobody was there. And I just grabbed a Slim Jim. And like stared at him the whole time. He acknowledged my stare. Obviously, it was probably hard to avoid. You guys had a moment, bro. And he gave me the head nod. He just gave me the head nod, and I didn't say a word. I think I was so fucking just in awe and shock that it happened that I just kind of smiled and I just kept walking away. And I, I, I pretty much skipped back to my father, fifteen year old boy, <laughs> and I said, "Dad, that was Kobe Bryant. He gave me the head nod." <laughs> that's my uh, that's my Kobe story. Hey, that's a good story. Not bad. I might have I might have three better or two better. You ones, have though. all your stories are like <laughs> ten times better than that. So my you know me growing up a Clipper fan, I had to hate Kobe. But actually, back in the day when Kobe was a rookie, um, he was him and Lorenzen were really good friends. So I got to spend. Well, they were both drafted the same, same year, same year mm-hmm. to, to the LA teams, mm-hmm. right? And so I got to spend actually a decent amount of time with Kobe because Lorenzen and him would work out. We'd work out at at World's Gym down in Venice Beach, and Kobe was a fucking cool cat, right? Super cool cat. Yeah. And Always I, been my three cool. stories are this. First one that sticks, sticks out in my mind is the Fila Summer Pro League 
1996. He came out in 96. Yeah, yes. 96. Yeah. 1996. They used to play. I was a ball, when I was a ball boy. I used to do the summer leagues too. And Kobe had just been drafted. Lakers had a team. Lakers and Clippers both had a team in the in the summer pro league. And he was going to play 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 his first exhibition game um, at the Pyramid. Oh, in Long Beach. Yeah, in yeah, Long yeah. Beach yeah, yeah, yeah. Against his the first time against NBA talent. Like so, the right. place packed. I mean, during the summer league, it doesn't get packed. You know. Some of the players will come through, and right. like, you know, every pro team had like two or three of the pros on the team. But anyways, yeah. everybody wanted to come. Kind of similar Kobe. to how it is now. I mean, you, you, you totally. had some of the some of the veterans or totally. some of the older guys, but it's a lot of the young. Talent. But like back when the summer pro league was in LA in Long Beach, like dude, I remember Ray Allen being there, and, right? And Tracy McGrady was playing, and like I remember a lot of good players coming through. Totally, O'Neal. Uh, anyways, so everybody, the gym was packed. Uh, I couldn't wait to see what the hype was about. And Kobe, they came out in two line layups. And the first thing Kobe did as soon as he touched the ball in two line layups was the East Bay Funk in between the legs dunk. That was um, the first thing he did as, a, as a member thing he did of the NBA. Of, as a member of the Lakers against oh, him. Man. And I was there for it. Wow. And that was when people, I mean, J.R. Ryder had. You, no one, people weren't doing it every day. No. Now. Like every high school kid, it seems like, can do this can now. Can do this now. But that was a big deal back J. then. J.R. Ryder was the first one to do the East Bay Funk. And I think he won the dunk contest like the year before with that dunk with or something dunk. like that. And then Kobe in the future. Did it in, in his dunk contest in that in same in that in that year? Yeah. But as soon as Kobe did that, um, I remember being in awe, and and I was just a, I mean, Kobe's not much much older than me, dude. He's the he's thirty nine years yeah, old. Yeah, so he's four years older than me. He's like two um, weeks old, younger than my brother, right? Or older than my brother. So I'm watching a kid, pretty much almost my age, and he pulled off this dunk, and I remember saying to myself, I looked at uh, our trainer at the time, and I was like. I gave him the whole yeah. shit. Like, look at this like, guy. That's real. That really happened. He's eighteen right? years old. Like, <laughs> he's gonna be good. Yeah. Second memory. Okay. Uh, since I had a, repu- a, a rapport with Kobe, sure. Um, through you know, through Lorenzen. Yeah, and, and, and but also work, being the ball boy and, and like as a ball boy. Every time you know Kobe came, he knew me, so like you know I would get him whatever food he needed or like anything like that. Oh, but nice. I remember specifically after one Clipper game. This was when Reasonable Doubt came out. Jay-Z. Um, Jay-Z's first album. Yes. Reasonable Doubt was out. And after the game, Kobe had, I don't know what it was. He, like, wanted pizza or something like that. So I'm walking back to the car with him. And we're just shooting the shit. And he had a Beamer at the time. And I got to, I was sitting in the car you with said, Kobe Bryant. You were with Kobe. With Kobe Bryant, listening to Reasonable Doubt. In his car. In his car, in the parking lot of, of the sports arena. That's what's up. Bobbing my head, listening to Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. With Kobe, and at the time, Kobe was like, "Okay, Kobe's Kobe. He's not right. like Kobe." Well, no, he's still a rook, and, and, and he was he's a still kid, fresh faced. Yeah, yeah. I guess you can take the man out of the East Coast, but you can't take the East Coast out of the man. True. Sticking to that, to the, to the uh, New York City rap, huh? So that was a cool. That's memory. that's pretty cool. <laughs> and third. One of my favorite dunks of all time is when he got Dwight Howard. Oh my God! That is one of the coldest <laughs> dunks. Nutsack. How, how about just take all of those? I'm a big fan. Like I'm really not a big fan of the breakaway dunks because I think a lot of athletes can do like pretty dope. Yeah, you in know, traffic, in, in traffic. traffic dunks are the most incredible. Agreed. One, two feet, one handed, yeah. bang it. But I think he. I actually think he went one foot. I think he went one foot, one handed against. All I just remember is I think he was two footed on that one. Might have been because I watched. I mean, you know, we've been on Instagram today. Like right. there's. Every play that he's ever made in the NBA has right. been reposted today, <laughs> so it's hard to remember exactly if it was one or two feet. But dude, Dwight Howard, welcome to the NBA, right, right there. How about that? Take and some of that those. Was braces, Dwight Howard. I know, yeah, he, he, that was Dwight when when he was like eighteen or whatever it was. And then, uh, you know what? We had a 
maybe we'll, I'll do the, the, this story on another show, but I'll tell you the falling out I had with Kobe and then why I had to go into... There was a falling out? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You want me to just say it now? I'll just say it now. So check this oh, yeah, out. Speaking, leave, of, speaking like, of East Bay Funk, this is what happened and this is where the hatred... Mind you, since I was a Clipper fan, I kind of had to hate Kobe Yeah, you already didn't want to like him because he was on the Lakers. Right. Right. And so... Once Kobe started becoming Kobe, Kobe started being like, you know, getting better and his name was getting better. Becoming an all-star and all that stuff. Well, this was after we had just talked about the East Bay Funk, after the dunk contest. Oh, so still rookie year then. Was it his rookie year? That's when he won it. Yeah. His rookie year. Then then it had to have been the year after. I think it was his second. Okay. His second year. um, Lakers came to town and Kobe kind of had already become (laughs) Lakers came to town? Oh, sorry. Came to our, it was our home game. So I was there. Um. And Kobe blew me off, dude. Like, blew me off, acted like he didn't even know me. Like, you went to say what up? Like, yeah, like normal shit. Yeah, like, and you, I got, like you would always say what up. Yeah. yeah. And then I got, he blew me off. Wow. And I just remember being like. You were the ball boy for the wrong team, bro. I was like, oh, okay. Like, he acted <laughs> like he didn't even know me. And I went into. Cold-blooded. I, ju- I judged players on how they treated me. Like, there were a lot of uh-huh. asshole players. Sure. Um, well, you were just some kid, you know? I was a kid, and I judged on how you treated me. Like, if you right. were nice to me, you could you would be my favorite player. Antonio McDyess, Charles Barkley, yeah. Anthony Hardaway. Like, yeah. you're cool to me, bro. I will I will put you on a pedestal. Sure. Okay? Of course. And then Kobe As any, to me. As any kid would, I would to- imagine. Sure. I agree. Yeah, yeah. But after that, I was like, "Oh well, fuck that." Okay, well, sure, I yeah. <laughs> I see how I see how it is. Now I went in. Now it gave me every. Kobe's every, Hollywood, baby. He got Hollywood. Of course he you did. Know? And like, for the right reasons too, I guess he became Hollywood and became the best player. He's in the an NBA. integral part of the city of Los Angeles, man. But I want to say this, Drew. Yes. I went into years of having to hate him because he was so good and the Lakers were so good and we so were so good. bad. Okay, we were so but good I always, then. always. I never said Kobe Bryant sucks or fucking he'll no, never be Michael. Respected I respected what he was respected doing. Him. Yeah. And even when he retired, I wrote a big piece on my Facebook page, yeah. a long post. Yeah. And I think I brought it up on on another episode of our show, but I wrote on how he's going to be missed and he of is course. the last of a fucking dying breed. Yeah. Um, I don't think we have. I, I even even today's greatest players like Harden doesn't have that that Mamba mentality. Yeah. Um, Westbrook is close. I LeBron think Westbrook doesn't. is. Yeah. Westbrook, I think, is probably the closest. Durant doesn't. You know what I mean? I just don't think right. they have that. Dude. Right. And right. don't you think that there's only a handful of the Kevin Garnetts, the Michael Jordans, the the. Uh, well, the competitive, like the friendliness of the league, mm-hmm. as, as the friendships expand and grow due to just constant. Uh, social media and all these kids are coming up together now right. on the AAU circuit right. and through college, whatever. It, it, it just, I mean, it, you just you, you end up seeing these kids all over and over and you over. Grow and up you, with them. Yeah, you start becoming friends even though you live across the country. So then you you end up what you end up losing is that bitter competitiveness where you're really only seeing each other or talking to each other in those games or in those moments. Um, like like you know back in the days when we still had NBA fights when fighting right. wasn't like something that you ju- that. You dreamt about in the NBA, where like yeah, in Miami and and New York, there's probably gonna be a punch thrown by Charles Oakley or Alonzo Mourning. Like that was the that was the difference now is because these kids are all they're all they all know each other, they all go to the same camps and they all hang out together, and so you end up losing. You you still get the banter. Like, could you imagine? But you don't if, get the hatred or the, the pseudo hatred that was happening. Could you imagine if Kobe Bryant, Paul Pierce, uh, 
give me a couple more. Paul Pierce, Tony Parker, and like and 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 well, Ray yeah. Allen were on a banana boat during the right. during the summer. Yeah. Like, nah, this shit does not happen. Dude, Kobe wasn't riding banana boats with his own fucking teammates. Exactly. exactly. Like he could he couldn't even stand Shaq. Like, right. <laughs> so. well, I think they they. I mean, I don't think it it, it started with them hating each not other. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I think it just it it gradually grew because Kobe was separating himself from all. He wanted everybody. That's why Kobe doesn't fuck with a lot of people. He uh-huh. wants everybody to be on his level. Oh, and this was uh, during the emergence of the constant media mm-hmm. was when all this was happening. You know, the, the late 90s and early 1000s when you had the internet like really was starting to boom and mm-hmm. people were using it on a daily basis for the first time. And uh, that created more avenues for more media outlets. And then you just have people that are trying to make front news, you know, front, front page news. And then, and then from that, you get insinuations and he thinks that Kobe doesn't like him. Shaq being Shaq, Shaq thinks Kobe doesn't like him. Kobe thinks Shaq doesn't like him, but neither of them actually said anything to each other. You right. know, it's like one of those weird. They didn't talk moments. it out. They, yeah, they Carl just Malone never did. Hitting on Vanessa in the, in the yo, <laughs> yeah, remember when that happened? Yo. Like just some crazy shit, dude. Carl Malone with a cowboy hat on, hitting on Kobe's hitting wife. On Vanessa, you know, but he's the last of a dying breed, dude. And Kobe is definitely going to be missed, but he is. I love Kobe. Yeah, I know you do. Still to this day, um, we still live. I, I'm pretty sure he still has a house in Newport. Oh, he does. And I, every time I'm in Newport, I'm just like, hey, maybe, maybe I'll run into Kobe today. Yeah. <laughs> Lightens my my spirits. Be like, Kobe's somewhere around the corner. You never know. Hey, Kobe, both jerseys retired is well deserved, my friend. Yeah. Clips and Drew approved. With Clips and Drew, segment three. Yep. And, we, you know, Drew, we got to cover some basketball. Yeah. yeah. A <laughs> lot, lot of shit going on in the NBA right the NBA now. Yet. And uh, we're, we, we ended with Kobe. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a nice segue to the to the, to current, the, king. To the current greatest player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his name is LeBron James. That boy's killing right now, Drew. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland. Give him the numbers, Drew. Cleveland, uh, they're 20, Cleveland's 23-8. and eight, uh, And LeBron, in the last three games, has got... Triple doubles in all three of them in a row. And averaging a triple double oh, in his last 10, if I'm not mistaken. 10, yeah, I believe over the last 10 games, he's averaging a triple double. His numbers on the season are uh, 28 points, 8.5 rebounds, 9.3 assists per game. Not too shabby. 15th year in the NBA, folks. Yeah. 15th year. And I said this to Drew while we were we were out having dinner yesterday. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's safe to say that after 15 years, LeBron just might be in his prime right now. Yeah, you could certainly make that argument because of because of what he's doing this season. And he's been out there saying this is as good as he's felt, you know, ever. Uh, over the last couple of days, he's been quoted. Um, but yeah, so hit, in the last five games, four of those games have been triple doubles, starting with <laughs> uh, the the triple double against Philly, and then uh, against the Lakers, Utah, and Washington. The last three. Uh, triple doubles, which which is insane, and uh, they they look like the real deal now. Um, and it, it said that uh, Isaiah said he's coming back for January first. Yeah, January first comeback. Yeah, what, how that what what that's going to do to their chemistry or whatnot? I think it's going to be perfect for their chemistry. I don't think do. Isaiah fucks up anything as far as like sure. you know he doesn't make them worse. No, I agree. Uh, I who is has LeBron been kind of just running the point? He's been doing sort everything. of, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, uh, the the sooner he can come back, the better because then it gives them ev- it gives everyone more time to mesh, 
and and feel each other out. I do think there's going to be a transitionary uh, transition moment there where where Isaiah well, is going to be rusty. Isaiah is going to be number one. He's going to be rusty. Mm-hmm. Number two, he's he's going to he's never played with these cats, so he's not going to know exactly like you know uh, where everyone should be. But he's a he's an all star caliber player. I, I I don't think it's going to take him very long to just. You know, hit the ground running. And when you have Braun as your team captain and your leader, yeah. you're going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. going to be fine. What I want to talk about okay. is I think Houston definitely is going to be a threat. I mean, Golden State yeah. fans should be a little worried. Yeah. Um, we're not. I think re- they are worried. I think, I mean, if Golden State's ha- if Golden State has a worry, it obviously it, it lies with LeBron and, and the Cavs. But I think more so like you're saying is Houston mm-hmm. who does hold the best record in the NBA right now they're 24 and 4 um, what are their record what's the record with Chris Paul back in the lineup I, I think they're actually like 11 is it 11 and I think it's 14 and shut the fuck up really I'm trying to look right now the last time they lost was November 14th to the Raptors and so, <laughs> so that's it's been a month that's been it's been over a month uh, without a loss for them and they've been playing good teams you know it's not like they've been just you know racking them up against trash it pisses um, me off to see Chris Paul playing so well. It pisses me off to see Chris Paul happy. It pisses me <laughs> off to see Houston doing so well. Yep. And it pisses me off at the fact that I know Chris Paul is saying, thank God I left that team. Yeah. Like, damn, I made the right decision to come here. And yep. you know what? He did make the right decision. Yeah. It's a good decision. Now, whether you're going to leave $200 million on the table. Right. Because you're not going to get that at the end of this summer. No. You're not going to get $200 million. No. But you I think. You can still get paid, though. It oh, is. he'll still get paid. He's yeah. not. I mean, at thirty, at thirty-one. He, I think he's thirty-three now. Actually. Yeah. So I, you're not going to get that five-year deal, though. I don't think. I and I think. Well, I, I mean, so I think this off-season will be the telltale. Like, if Chris thinks there's like a legit chance that LeBron comes over in the in free agency, so, I won't um, watch basketball. I obvi- won't watch it anymore. <laughs> obviously, if that happens, Chris will will uh, be happy to take a pay cut. Um, and if it doesn't, it will it will be you know interesting to see if he stays with the Rockets or whatever happens with Chris. But uh, in this season, in this moment right now, they're they're killing it. There's not a team out there that can that can hang with them but, other than the Warriors. But don't I think you think right this now. is? I mean, I've seen this. I've seen this for four for four years, for five years. I see Chris Paul playing amazing basketball during the season. Uh-huh. Great, but he's always been so fucking good. Yeah. And then the Achilles heel comes in the playoffs, but now with a player like James Harden, maybe the pressure is going to be off of him a lot more, you know, yeah. to, to, to be the 30-point well, guy. Well, here's here's the, the difference that I see with uh, with with him playing with James Harden is uh, versus when he was having to close out games as a Clipper. He was kind of the guy that needed to take that jump shot, right? You only really had jump shooters. You had him that in the clutch could go get his shot when the clock was running down. Or, of course, you could set a screen for J.J. back when they were playing together. Or Jamal Crawford. Uh, sure, Jamal, mm-hmm. fine. Uh, but now, like, he doesn't have to just rely on him to dribble around a screen and try and get to, the, play off the, ball. Get to the elbow. Exactly. <laughs> you have James Harden there who's right. wanting to take the last second shot. And then that also creates more space for for Chris to to create for everyone else you know Uh, you can't leave James Harden at all Mm -hmm. and and so I think because he has that he doesn't he knows that he has viable options to to take and make last second shots not just himself so I think for sure that's going to take some pressure off of him Uh, but yeah so uh, they're in a nice run they got a game tonight against the uh, Utah Jazz 
which should probably oh boy, be a, Donovan Mitchell. I love that boy. That'll be another win, I think. He's the next superstar, dude. I you mean, think so? You know, everybody's talking Ben Simmons, and which is definitely Ben Simmons should be an All Star this year. He, you know what, Drew? He should. He should be an All Star this but, year. But I mean, he and Embiid. Embiid should definitely they be. They both an should be All Stars, especially since they got rid of. I mean, their team's not doing great. No, but. Um, They're fourteen and fourteen, though. That's I mean that's good enough. Yeah. But where does Ben go? He plays point guard. I mean he can't. That will be the tough part. Is is and because there's a new All Star format, it'll be really interesting to see who gets left out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I think for sure Houston is is in a, is in a moment right now. Golden State uh, against the Lakers tonight for Kobe's retirement is a game that's going on. What do you got in that game, Drew? <laughs> uh, I have a very hopeful. Uh, feeling about the Lakers every time the Warriors come to Staples Center. Over the past couple years, we've been able to catch them a little bit off guard, and I think the emotion for for Kobe Bryant's retirement um, or Jersey retirement and the excitement around it, and the fact that it's going to be for he sure. He should suit up tonight. Uh, get should, him back out there. I just think he should suit up. Like let Kobe get in there and get one, just like one more. He had he had the perfect sign. Yeah, I guess you're right. Sixty you're points right. is the is the, right. the, the the end all be all I of know. last games. And I don't care if he took fifty-one shots. I like know. that's he should never suit up ever again. I hear what you're saying. Right. I, I feel like he he would help <laughs> this Laker team. Uh, but no, I mean, I do. hey, Kobe laces up right now uh-huh. in the NBA. Yeah, even I'm saying even tonight, if like, he laced yeah. up tonight, I think he can get fifteen to twenty points in an NBA game right now. Yeah, I think so. I think he's in shape. I think he's. I mean, I've seen. Yeah, well, he's not in the same shape that he was, but right. I, but I think the key to that statement is the fact that we know that he can go to work on the block on pretty much any. <laughs> Any shooting guard or small forward, and then right. get his little fadeaway. So I, I think for sure, and he, I, I do think he'll get fouled and go to the free throw line too. Hey, speaking about the Lakers, though, uh-huh. um, and and Drew and I made it an effort not to talk about Lonzo, and we're not going to talk about Lonzo. What we're going to do is talk about the brothers. Yes, because we're a little late talking about this, but yeah, uh, the Jello and Mello, sixteen-year-old Mello, eighteen-year-old Jello, yeah. are are going overseas. They've been pulled from school. They've signed in Lithuania. Yeah, all three Ball brothers are now professional now athletes. Professional athletes. How is this? I mean, is this going to be the new trend? We we are we are both fans of 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 high school graduates going overseas to play basketball. Sure. We both agree with go that. Go get your right? money. Go make your yeah. If 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 they honestly think that that's the best route for them, mm-hmm. I'm never yeah. I'm never going to say no to that. But at 16, pulled from high school to go out there. I mean, I don't know. I think that's a little too much. Well, see, now we're going to be able to see. At least for me, right? Because uh, Mello uh, skipped a year. He skipped his eighth grade season mm-hmm. to be on the high school team with Lonzo and, and Jello mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see if this kid's actually man enough to play in a, in a full-on grown man's league. Because I think that the, the first problem he's going to have with is with physi- physicality. Yeah. He is growing. I think he's probably close to 6'4", six, 6'5", six, now, uh, Lamelo. He's he's growing. Um, I think Jello is is physically more equipped for it, but uh, I think he'll be he's too short. I think he might be a liability on defense. But here's here's the first thing that that caught my attention was like, hey, I actually might want to watch that game. Yes. You know, I don't yes. know I don't know how that's gonna happen. I'm sure we're gonna see every highlight needed, bro. It's gonna be all over. I know it on Instagram, but I would just be I would be really intrigued to see whoever I don't know who who else is good in the Lithuanian league or if there is anyone that's good but I I'm certainly would tune in if that's I like on NBA Facebook or, should be doing something like with that especially since the games are going to be so much later yeah might know? as well throw them on there it'd be nice I'm sure that I'm sure Lavar has some kind of coverage <laughs> of course of that like, they're going to Facebook live stream it yeah like, that's probably yeah. what they're going to do yeah they should uh, and then maybe they'll sell some kicks in Lithuania 
They uh, ain't got that kind of money in Lithuania, bro. Yeah, they I ain't know. paying no four hundred dollars for shoes. That's Drew. what I'm saying. <laughs> We're gonna have to give them away. Get the cut rate. You get the Lithuanian price. Um, uh, no, but I, I, I think what I was, what I was gonna say was that you know we had, we have cats that, from Europe that do this all the time. You know, like Dirk started playing professional basketball. I think when he was 16, also, uh, Rubio started playing for Barcelona when True. he was 14. Um, you have you have these guys that go through this because but they, they grow don't have up the tra- in the system though, Drew. They get they that's what I'm saying. They don't have the traditional like path that we have mm. to the NBA, where mm. you go through the schools and the AAU circuits. Their their path is very much entrenched in you know you grow up and you go play for this club when you're eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years old, and then you hopefully if you're good enough they put you on the team and they, and they pay you. Um, so I do think um, playing. Like for both of these guys, actually playing in a pro league is going to be good. Right. They're going to see, especially in Lithuania. I don't think that that's going to be like the most amenities that they're ever <laughs> that they're, they're used to. Fine. So, but I think they're going to be just fine. But I'm, but also like it, it's not going to be like a UCLA locker room uh, and, at, at some of these though. places. Think about this though, too, Drew. Is so who are they, are they going to be living together? So it's just going to be the 16 year old and the 18 year old. We all know that that Jello's Jello's mind ain't really probably the best. Uh, he's not the best role model. Yeah, lock up your time. lock up your stores, boys. <laughs> you know, like is Lavar going to be going back and forth? Is he going to be going to Lithuania and That's then he's going to be the Laker games? Like, is mom going to be out there? That's interesting. Because every 16, 16 years old, you need your parents. You just can't be. And they're in a foreign country that they don't speak the language. Right. Um, and guess what, Jello? If you fuck up in Lithuania and do some stupid shit, he's done. Like, yeah, he's done. He. So this is for him. The most important thing is for him. It, he has to score twenty points a game. Right. If he has any intention of trying to make it back to the states and playing in the G League or mm-hmm. playing in, in the NBA, heaven forbid, he's got to show that he can he can ball in this this whatever kind of arena that he's playing against. I don't know. Again, we don't know the competition that they're going to go up against, but he has to he has to show out. One hundred percent. Don't you think that they, it's, they're going to get the same treatment that Lonzo got in the NBA over there? They're not going to want this the, this this sixteen year old kid punking him. There's grown ass men that's been playing in this league, you know, for ten years. Right. Yeah. Whoever the MVP of that league is is going to come right at them. Uh, from I, I would imagine, like yeah. Milos was playing overseas, you yeah, know, his whole life. Now, could could Lamelo like lock up Milos? Like I don't, I don't know, dude. There's a different. It's a different game. Right. We all know this as as the game elevates, the physicality elevates. You don't necessarily see it because they 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 put on weight. They being the athletes, they put on the weight, and the game just kind of evolves that way. But I, for a 16 year old to go play in a, in a men's league is is it's going to be interesting. <laughs> you know what else is interesting, Drew? What's up? I finally come Thursday. Uh-oh. I'm finally getting the surgery on my finger. I haven't played basketball in six weeks. <laughs> You're going under the knife. I'm 336 pounds right now. <laughs> Lean. They need they need to get a forklift to get me out of bed in the morning. I'm I'm showering in a wetsuit. I'm so disgusted looking at myself. I just I just want to play basketball. Yeah, and so you got to get the cardio going. We're going we're going Thursday. Drew's actually going to take me. They're going to open my finger. They're going to put my ligaments back together and put my knuckle back on. Good. So I can start playing basketball again and get back to my normal so, life. So yeah, surgery, then rehab, and another then, six weeks. And I'll then, be playing, and then ball. Yeah, I'll be playing by. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping end of January. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay. <laughs> I'm hoping the four week turnaround. Yeah, maybe you get maybe February one. We see oh you on, maybe God, we see you on the Oh my God! My all star break. I'll be playing. Jesus, that would be lovely. I mean, I'm gonna have. I'll probably be in a wheelchair at that point. <laughs> but but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, That's I, good news, though. You know, I think this is gonna be. I think we're gonna get another podcast in before Christmas. We yeah, have, ideally we'll do this. Uh, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that, coming up this week. We can't um, do it this week. 
Uh, so maybe maybe on the weekend. I don't know. We're going to try and we'll get one out, out. Uh, for a Christmas edition. At the very least, I know we'll hit you back with our Christmas recap because the Christmas Day, everyone knows, it's a, it's a fantastic holiday for basketball. And you get you get the best uh, matchups of the of the NBA, usually Christmas Day. So I think there's five games going on that uh, that that day and throughout. So we're, we're going to be back soon enough with a recap. This is the follow-through Eclipse and Drew. Thanks for we're tuning ghosts. in. Like Mount Vesuvius I'm about due to erupt Use it or I'm losing it They say I need to loosen up Tight, I'm well taught I must do the max like Gluteus Bonos diddly squat Smart Alec, I'ma do it up Trying to win her heart But not just cause she got the biggest butt Lovely from the start I don't believe in beginner's luck I do have something to say So you got to give it up Give it up You never heard something like